Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 13 of Revelation chapter 20, and we're going to be reading verses 11 and 12. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Well, here uh, God is bringing us to Judgment Day, of course. He's done that repeatedly throughout the book of Revelation. But here he's giving us um, a special insight or, or look into the Judgment Throne and He is the one, the Lord God is the one seated upon the judgment throne. It's said to be a great white throne. And it's said to be white because white is the color of holiness and purity. And God's judgment is just and perfect and right and good. He is a just judge. He judges without any sin of his own, he judges righteous judgment. It, uh, when Romans chapter 2 says that it's the righteous revelation of the judgment of God. That's exactly what God means. His judgment is righteous and, and uh, just. And man cannot, um, rightly argue or, or charge God with injustice, men do, but um, it, it's not justified in any way. Uh, they're they're like the the criminals that have been caught that do not like the judgment that has been passed upon them, and so they complain. But it's a just judgment of God, and and here we have this glorious picture that God has given us of a great white throne and him that sat upon it. And to sit in the Bible means to rule. And God is ruling upon his judgment throne. Now we have an Old Testament scripture that really Revelation 20 in this verse is drawing upon. If we go back to the book of Daniel in Daniel chapter 7, It says, beginning in verse 9, I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him, Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. 
the judgment was set, and the books were open. I beheld then, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed, and given to the burning flame. And that's exactly what we read in Revelation 20 in the previous verse, with the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. So Daniel's image, the the vision that God has given him, of the Ancient of Days sitting upon the throne um, that that is said to be uh, like the fiery flame, because it's a throne of judgment, and the wrath of God is being poured out, and 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 in the Bible, uh, fire uh, points to God's wrath. God Himself is said to be a consuming fire. And again, when Daniel saw this vision, he saw that the Ancient of Days had a garment white as snow. So we can we can add to this uh, wonderful, glorious image of a white throne that the one seated is clothed in garments white as snow and the hair of his head like pure wool. And and so his hair would be white. It, it It's a sparkling clean image or picture that God is presenting of himself in judgment. Again, purity, purity, perfect purity of judgment, which indicates the judgment is correct. It's not a wrong judgment. It's not an erroneous judgment. It's not something that is somehow mistaken in any way. God's judgment, which began on the churches, was correct. God's judgment, which then transitioned to the world on May 21, 2011, was correct. They they were righteous judgments of God. The churches sinned and were disobedient, unfaithful, and their task of being the caretakers of the word of God. So God judged them for that. The world and all its inhabitants have been unfaithful. They have been rebellious and disobedient transgressors of the law of God. They have strayed from God's commandments. God uh, the Lord says in Isaiah 24 concerning the people of the world. He says in verse 4, I'll start there. The earth mourneth and fadeth away. The world languisheth and fadeth away. The haughty people of the earth do languish. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Men have broken God's covenant they have sinned against God and and they have transgressed. And the law of God declares the wages for sin is death. And, and so God 
put up with the sins of the world, put up with the sins of mankind for thousands of years, thousands of years while he worked out his salvation program, while the day of salvation was in effect and the light of the gospel was shining in the world as God saved his elect people. So the Lord endured patiently, long-sufferingly, putting up with the constant sinfulness of mankind. And and then came the time when uh, all of the elect were saved. The last one to be saved was saved. And immediately the great tribulation ended. And immediately after the tribulation, the sun was darkened and the moon did not give its light and the stars uh, fell and and God brought judgment on the world because it was according to his law the the rebels had sinned and now came the proper time in God's program of times and seasons to judge the the people of the earth and and that's exactly what God did because they broke his everlasting covenant well uh, in Revelation 20, we see the great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. So God is present in the Bible. The Greek word translated as face can also be translated as presence, from whose presence the earth and the heaven fled away. And this is something that we read earlier in the book of Revelation. If we go back to Revelation chapter 6, and it says in verse 12 of Revelation 6, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? So here we find that in the context of Judgment Day and as God spoke of the sun becoming black and uh, the moon becoming as blood and so forth, we we know that relates to um, the time immediately after the tribulation. And when did the great tribulation conclude? May 21, 2011 was the 23rd exact year, the 8400th day, the end of the great tribulation, immediately after the sun was dark. So it's referring to these days after the tribulation that we've been living in. And during this time, 
it's as though this again, you know, this is the Bible, first of all, and God, the Lord Jesus, spoke in parables. And the book of Revelation, uh, some theologians, they say that um, it's written in a hyperbolic style. And what does that mean? It means parables. Christ spoke in parables. And, and, and so we don't think that uh, every mountain and island were literally moved out of their places. And we don't think that mountains and rocks were literally falling on people. But it's a figure to represent that here is the face or the presence of the one seated upon the throne in the day of judgment. And mankind is attempting to hide itself or remove themselves from that presence because it's a wrathful presence. It's an angry God. It's a fierce God. The the image in Daniel was a, a fiery flame coming forth from the throne. So man uh, is guilty and subject to destruction. And it's as though they would flee. And, and I think that's what God is teaching us when he says, um, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. Now, the earth can be used to represent people, or mankind is um, closely identified with the earth. And when men flee, it's as though the earth is fleeing from the presence of God. For instance, if we go back to Isaiah chapter 34, it says in verse 1, Come near ye nations to hear, and hearken ye people, let the earth hear, and all that is therein, the world, and all things that come forth of it, for the indignation of Jehovah is upon all nations, and his fury upon all their armies, he has utterly destroyed them, he has delivered them to the slaughter. Isaiah 34 is another chapter that is... Uh, describing Judgment Day. But notice, first God addresses the nations. Come near ye nations to hear. Hearken ye people. Let the earth hear. It's it's synonymous with the previous statements. The, the nations made up of people. The people are addressed. The earth is addressed because... Um, mankind and the earth are intimately associated and and we saw in Revelation 6 it was the people who were fearful of the presence of the angry God the wrath of the Lamb and the day of judgment and wanted mountains and rocks to cover them well here in Revelation 20.11 is the Lord God seated upon the great white throne of judgment, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. We we also noticed in uh, the verses, well, I hope you noticed in the verses I read in Revelation 6, that it mentioned the heaven in verse 14, and the heaven departed as a scroll 
when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. The heaven departed as a scroll, and God is giving the illustration of rolling up a scroll, and that's how he would roll up the heaven in the day of judgment. Well, the the earth, the, the people of the earth, the, the kingdoms of the world, Satan and his kingdom of darkness, uh, they are fearful of the day of God's wrath, and it's as though they're fleeing away. And the heaven, and the, the heaven spiritually was established by the Bible. When God wrote of the gospel in his word, when he laid out his salvation program, it was placing the gospel lights in the spiritual heaven. The Lord Jesus is the sun, so there is the sun placed by the Bible in the heaven. The law of God is the moon. There's the moon that the Bible places in the heaven. And the stars um, relate can relate to true believers and, and God's elect and so forth. So there's the stars placed in the heaven, the light bearers of the gospel. But comes Judgment Day, and the Bible teaches, the Bible that placed those lights in the heavens, the spiritual heavens, the Bible then declares the gospel program is finished, no more salvation, the time of evangelizing the earth has come to an end, and the sun is dark, and the moon is not giving its light, and the stars are falling, and the Bible gave the lights, and the Bible takes the lights out of the heaven making the heavens dark over the earth spiritually so that the earth in the day of judgment, the people are, um, in a sense, fleeing, uh, and the heavens have fled. They, they also have gone from the presence of the Lord God, and there was found no place for them. And th- this is language we saw again in Revelation 6, remember, at the end of verse 14, And the heaven departed as a scroll, when is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. So, so there was an established place for the kingdoms of the world that the mountains typify. The island, every island would be the continents, which in a sense represents the earth. The earth is made up of continents. So the mountains and the islands, or the kingdoms of the world, are moved out of their places. And it's a little bit difficult for me to um, get a clear picture of what God is saying by there's found no place for them. We do know, of course, that this also will relate to the very last day of judgment. And on the very last day, what does God do? He destroys the earth. He destroys the heaven, the literal sun, moon, and stars. He destroys this creation. And so there is, a, um, I think, a literal aspect to this where they are gone forevermore and they are no longer found. There is no place for them because God creates a new heaven and a new earth. And the old... Um, creation it was corrupted and therefore destroyed. 
Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.